What's up guys, Rick from DFS On Demand here with your betting preview for this week's WGC Championship. Only a handful of golfers in the field, 72 of them. I guess that's more than a handful. Uh, so I don't think this is going to take all that much time. This will probably be a quick video, but let's jump into... Uh, the tournament predictor tool. So this is the tool that I've been showcasing over the course of the last couple of weeks. It is using each golfer's historic uh, performances to try to determine how likely they are to get to the winning score. Um, if you have not seen these videos before, that is the very key part of this. This tool shows you how often, in theory... A golfer is going to get to the winning score. It does not say how often they are going to win. Obviously, more than one golfer could get to our perceived winning score, and both of them aren't going to win the golf tournament. So keep that in mind. But I do want to point this out because uh, a couple of you sent me tweets and screenshots that you hit on Adam Scott last week. Thank, you, thank, thankfully, and helpfully because of this tool. Um, I don't know if you can see this all that well, but I'm, I'm just showing you a screenshot uh, on last week's video it's kind of a crappy screenshot let me see what i can do here um but anyway what you'll see is uh brooks kepka was the number one highest value and then adam scott was number two and because of the concerns around brooks kept getting the knee and we had kind of talked through that I think a lot of people defaulted to Adam Scott then being like, oh, this is the, the value guy that I'm going to bet. And he cashed all of those tickets. So um, I had him getting to the winning target score about 7% of the time in which the implied odds from Vegas had him getting there just over a little over two and a half percent. So um, Adam Scott became a play for a lot of people. And congratulations if you cashed that ticket. Um, looking further down the list, um, I think there were 22 golfers that received some type of value designation out of 115. Uh, who else was on here? Matt Kuchar was probably 10th on this list. Uh, Sung Kang was on this list. Both of them finished highly. Obviously, a lot of these guys whiffed, but it's nice to see uh, Rory was fourth or fifth on this list. So nice to see that a lot of the guys that uh, we perceive to be poppers, guys that will pop up and have really good weeks, did have it last week, and a lot of you were able to capitalize on that. So for this week's uh, WGC Mexico Championship, um, you know, I'm a f my, my personal belief is that there's really only probably 10 or 12 guys who have a legitimate chance of winning this golf tournament. Uh, we've seen that from WGCs in the past that you have to be a stud essentially. And you've got, uh, you know, that's who wins these. Uh, but let's, let's see what the numbers say. And I'm using 15, uh, strokes gained as our, uh, metric for who can win this golf tournament. Now, if, if Dustin Johnson does what he did last year, which is, you know, beat everybody else by six shots and beat third place by 10 shots or whatever it was that he did, this number might not work, but it is at least worth a gander. Um, I have Rory, being able to get to this win target uh, a little over 13% of the time. Now, his implied Vegas odds are about 14%, a little over 14%. So he's barely, just, just a small negative, which uh, quite frankly is actually pretty impressive considering his, his 6 to 1 odds here. So if I was really trying to get one of the studs in, um, you know, he has the best value percentage out of these guys so he's a negative one but you know 
compared to Dustin Johnson, who I have at a negative three, John Rahm, who I have at a negative seven, JT, who I have at a negative 3.7. Like Rory is the best of those guys. So if you're looking, if you want to just have like a sweat come Sunday and you want to bet one guy and hope to have, you know, have a good look at it, Rory would be in theory, the more valuable of, of those golfers. Moving down though, it is Adam Scott, uh, you know, fresh off the, the, the win last week. So obviously that is boosting up these numbers. Again, I'm using January 1st, 2019 and on, uh, this tool is available on dfsondemand.com. It's underneath this little drop down here, PGA tournament predictor. Um, so Adam Scott here offers, you know, the, the first of the betting favorites to offer, you know, two and a half percent value, which is a pretty significant number. Matt Kuchar is also a value. Um, and then I get Leishman and Gary Woodland. Woodland's interesting, uh, because Woodland in theory should be a pretty good fit for Chapultepec. Uh, he's a good driver of the golf ball. It ends up being a very short course because they're playing at altitude. That one makes a logical sense to me as well as a, um, what am I looking for? Like a, like a, the math says it, but I also am trying to vet this through my own brain as well. Um, so I only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten golfers that are receiving a plus positive value number here. Uh, they're Adam Scott, which it's only two and a half percent. That's not a whole lot. Um, well, I guess it is, but, uh, I, we've seen bigger in other weeks. Kevin Na, who always is going to appear on this list because he's so volatile. Uh, Mark Leishman. Those are the only three guys over 1% of value percentage. And then Kuchar's here. Ches Reeve is here. Sung Kang shows up again. Gary Woodland, Benny on with his baby swag, Lucas Glover and Jason Kokrak. That's, that's it. Um, obviously some of those guys are pretty deep. I would feel, I would not really feel comfortable betting them to win the golf tournament because they are so deep. Uh, but I'm tr- out of these guys, you know, you're looking at an Adam Scott again. Um, who's, who's what 18 to one, maybe like a Leishman at 55 or a Gary Woodland at 55. I think those pass both the statistical test and the eye test for me. Um, and then if you just really wanted to get someone who, has a, has the best chance, and of the studs, I think he's better than the other studs. It would be Rory at six. Um, let's see what else we can go find on some of these matchups real quick. Oh, uh, before we do matchups, here's what I'm actually going to do. I'm going to bring over the uh, I'm going to bring over the DraftKings sports book here. Um, I I do not live in a state where I can where I can use this, but I I know. As this, uh, you know, as sports betting continues to grow and gets legalized more places, I'm just trying to find a a U.S. based uh, book that some people can access and just constantly use that, so that we're not jumping around like, hey, I I never got that line, I never saw that line anywhere, uh, anything like that. So this is what I'm using. I'm using DraftKings. Um, I so so my my personal feelings out of this, and again, this is this is not necessarily based on on the numbers or any metrics or anything like that, that we just went through. Um, I already did bet, uh, Bryson. Uh, he's currently 28 to one on the, on the DraftKings Sportsbook. I got him at 33 earlier in the week. Uh, to me, uh, I, I need upside, right? I need guys that can win the golf tournament. Bryson is someone who won five tournaments in like a 17 year, uh, 17 year stretch. That would not be very good. A 17 month stretch and seems to be figuring everything out, especially with the driver 
And that, I believe, is going to be the club this week at Chapultepec that is going to be the most valuable for these golfers. So I'm looking at uh, Bryson as I bet at, that I bet as an outright. And then really, he's about as deep as I'd want to go in terms of outrights. Um, I, I really think, you know, Rory down to Bryson, they suck up the vast majority of the win equity in this field. Um, I did also get a top five on Louie. Uh, he's five and a half to one on DraftKings right now. I think that's what I got him at five and a half, six, something like that. Um, I'd have to go check, but to me, you, you can't ask Louie to win a golf tournament because he doesn't win golf tournaments. He continues to pile up these top fives, these top tens on the Euro tour, uh, doing exactly what Louie does. He has a ton of major and WGC experience. Happy to back that in a top five, top 10 type of situation. And then as you go deeper, this is all to me about top fives and top tens, uh, specifically top tens, like a, a Sung Jay at four and a half to one to finish in the top 10, like makes a ton of birdies, uh, can keep himself in contention over the course of four days. He doesn't have to worry about a cut, had a very rare missed cut last week. Uh, he probably shouldn't be this low. I saw that they moved, uh, where's burned, uh, burned Weisberger, or actually I think it's pronounced, oh, here it is, burned Weisberger would be the right way to say this. Oh no, he's still here. 135 to one. This guy's the number 22 ranked player in the world or 23 ranked player in the world. He's ranked higher than Ricky Fowler is. Uh, I have a top 10 on him at eight to one as well. So that those are my personal bets. Um, I don't know if I'd fire anything uh, else here. I mean, I'm, I've, I've been big on the live betting over the course of the last couple, uh, couple of months or so. So I kind of try not to get too big of a card um, heading into the week. And then kind of see see how it goes here. So let's look at some matchups. Rory versus Rom, DJ versus JT, Webb versus Adam Scott. That one's actually kind of interesting. Adam Scott plus 100, Webb minus 106. Uh, Adam Scott's a streaky player. This is not necessarily a course that sets up well for Webb. He's, you know, he's got a couple of 30th place finishes here over the last two years. I'm not sure it's a great fit for him. Uh, so I'd probably take Adam Scott there. But let's find a good one. What about... What about Reed versus Snedeker? I bet you a lot of those, I bet you those guys have some good rounds in. So let's go to the head-to-head matchup tool here and we will pick Patrick Reed versus Brant Snedeker. Ooh, pretty close. This is pretty clean. I've got Reed at 52% to win this. So his uh, quote-unquote true true money line would be something like minus 108 uh sneds at plus 108 let's see what the actual odds were again snedeker uh plus 100 patrick reed at minus 118 so i mean i i don't you know that's probably pretty good when you introduce the juice that is probably as close as it gets uh who else would have a bunch of rounds in the database that i could look at recently uh how about spieth versus kisner spieth is minus 125 against kevin kisner i wonder what kiz has here Oops, I'm so bad at clicking. There we go. Kisner versus Spieth. This is, of course, I spelled his name wrong, uh, over the over a four-round tournament matchup. Oh, my gosh, look at this. I'm picking out all of the closest ones. I guess DraftKings... Spo- See, okay, this actually makes me kind of feel good and, and correct about this, this, um, this model that I have here. 
when when my numbers match very closely to the numbers that the sports book are offering, I'm like, oh, I must be doing something right here. Uh, so this tool is available on DFSOnDemand.com as well. It's called the head-to-head betting matchup tool. You can put anyone in here. Uh, I have this at basically dead even. Uh, Jordan Spieth, 50.1% to win this over four rounds. Kevin Kisner, 49.8. I believe Kisner is getting plus money though. A little bit plus 110 Jordan Spieth is minus 125 so I certainly wouldn't be taking the Jordan Spieth side of it the the Kevin Kisner side might be a bit more interesting so you can go through and mess around uh with these head-to-head matchups but really good to see that a lot of them do uh correspond with what the actual lines are and then um you know finding the ones with uh you know a couple of points in either direction might be of of note I'm not shilling for uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Not yet, at least. I'm open. If if DraftKings Sportsbook would like to sponsor these videos, I'm certainly open to shilling for it. Uh, but I'm so like I'm so jealous of those of you who have access to this because, uh, I mean, look at all these options. Tournament specials, round one matchups. Uh, they've got the groups. They've got six shooter groups for round one. So round one, you can bet who's going to have the best score. DJ... Xander, Casey, Answer, Kisner, Molinari. I wonder how do they? Is it? A, I guess maybe they do dead heat. Uh, if two of these guys tie or three of these guys tie, I'd have to look up what they have here. But uh, like this is so much fun. Like this looks awesome. By the way, um, round one pairings here, so you can do your three balls. So you can do okay, Benny on Scott Hend and Terrell Hatton. I assume that's the group going out uh, all together tomorrow. Actually. Uh, Terrell Hatton probably getting a lot, a lot more love than I expected coming off of that, that wrist procedure. This is so cool. So, uh, in the course of the next couple of weeks, look at this top players by college, top Arizona state player, total birdies for DJ John Rom. Oh man. Uh, round one score for DJ over under 68 and a half. This is okay. So what I'll do, um, is I'll, as I start to elaborate on the the betting tools on DFSOnDemand.com, um, you know, currently we have the tournament predictor, we have the head-to-head matchups. Um, I will try to create some tools for these as well. Like maybe we pick a player, uh, you know, DJ over 68 and a half, under 68 and a half, looking at his recent rounds, maybe what he's done here in Mexico, stuff like that. Might be interesting. So if there's anything specific you would like to see me build out for, you know, some of these prop bets or some of these offerings that we have here, let me know. Tweet me. It's at Rick Run Good. Leave a comment below. Best of luck this week. And I'll talk to you guys soon.